Welcome to Crashing with Friends. My name is Kyle Hobbs, your host. This week I'm joined by Connor Hobbs. What's up? And Jackson Brayman. Howdy. Well, it's just us this week. No guests. I wasn't feeling the best, so I didn't feel like doing an episode in the studio. So, just doing it from home. Shut the studio down. Shutting it down. How's your guys' week been? Start with you, Connor. Actually, let me ask you this, uh, Connor. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Um, how have you been expressing yourself lately? <laughs> Through video games. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the path I've chosen, yeah. So mainly I've been playing a lot of uh, Legend of Zelda this week. So really just getting back to basics. Uh, went, went back to A Link Between Worlds on the th- uh, 3DS, but I've got a 2DS, so I'm playing it on that. But uh, just really having fun with that. I beat the first three dungeons already and got the Master Sword on that. And then I've been watching the Edge Runner anime show on Netflix. I finished it. It was pretty good. So I downloaded um, Cyberpunk 2077 on PC and just started playing that. I've got like two hours in, so just really basic stuff on that. But that that game is pretty fun. Don't really intend on finishing it. I just kind of want to play it a little bit. But um, yeah, just having a good time playing games, uh, watching Lord of the Rings still. Um, haven't finished the latest episode yet, so probably going to finish that at some point. Um, yeah, been pretty good. Nothing crazy's happened. Didn't really golf much. I think I maybe golf one time this week, so nothing crazy, but I had a good time. Yeah, I kind of took um, the wind out of my sails golfing as far as having that $120 price tag to do the tournament. Kind of took the wind yeah. out of my sails as far as like, yeah. <laughs> wanting to play nonstop. Like, I don't mind playing maybe once during the week and maybe on the weekend, but I'm not going to go two days in a row or three days in a row. It's like, yeah, because it's like, at a certain point, it's like, what am I even doing out there? You know, it's like I'm mainly out there to have fun with my friends and throw some discs. So if I'm just going out there by myself all the time or whatever, trying to get good, then it's like, why am I trying to get so good? Like, you know, right. Unless you intend on going pro or something, you know? Yeah. Um, what was your idea for a, like a, just a friends tournament you were saying? Oh, yeah. Since we, since we uh, aren't going to be playing it, I was thinking about just asking all of our friends if they wanted to play a little tournament with us. It's like a small $5 buy-in and then have like different divisions for different levels of how good we are because some aren't on the same level as others. So you kind of want to separate people that way they have a chance of getting some money out of it. So yeah. I think it'd be fun. Maybe do a few weekends in a row. Yeah. Give it, give it some more gravitas, yeah. you know? I don't know. Unfortunately, it is going to get colder pretty quick. So Yeah, but that'd be the perfect time because it's been so hot lately. So That is true. September is usually pretty pretty ch- like good at the end of September, beginning of October. Then like later October, it starts getting really cold. Yeah. Did you do anything else this week? Mm, man, not really. Nothing Nothing cool. Nothing crazy. Yeah, that's it. I wish I had more. I wish I was cooler. It's okay, man. <laughs> you're, you're cool enough. <laughs> i wish my beard would grow in all the way that's what it, like that's the thing that this week is like yeah my beard is coming in more but it's not enough it's not enough all right i know Jackson. what you mean man 
I got this is all I can grow is the freaking goatee. So I wish I can get like a full beard going. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. We, my, we can't we, all be beautiful with the full beard, you know. Yeah. But uh my week's been alright. Uh mainly just been sitting at home watching movies and playing video games, like just playing the same old stuff. Like nothing really new to report. Mm. I mean I'd say my highlight of the week was watching the Chiefs and Chargers play on Amazon Prime. That was probably my high, like highlight. So, yeah, a lot of problems on that Amazon broadcast. Did you guys find any problems with it? No. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have any problems. Mine kept uh, buffering a lot. Hmm. You got to buff. Yeah. That kept sucks. coming in all freaking blocky. The Chiefs really squeaked by. <laughs> yeah, they did. We got lucky. Kind of sucks that that kind of game happened, but it's like, well, it was a short week, you know. We don't know what happened after that first game, so whatever. So uh, I ended up finishing the Hobbit movies, and did one of you guys finish the third Hobbit movie? No, no, Just no. The first two. Well, there's this CGI character in the third movie, and I think I've told you guys this before, but. This dwarf in the third movie is completely CGI and he's a main character. He's like the main dude's like cousin or something. He comes in with his army and for some reason he's CGI and it's the worst CGI you've ever seen, dude. It's like the whole time he's fake. And then for like a two and a half second shot of him, like getting close, he like, okay, really it's like, it's like a half a second shot. Of him hugging him. It's like just the back and it's like a wig. You can see like the red wig. But dude, when I watch that again, it's like, oh yeah, that's why this movie sucks. Like it's a great like in my opinion, I think it's a good movie, but the reason why it sucks is because of some of that bad CGI. But you just gotta pretend like it's not there. So I I would recommend at least watching give it all another shot, is what I'm saying. Cause the if you only watch the first two, you don't even get to see what happens to the to Smaug. Smaug, <laughs> to Smaug, because oh. he he uh he doesn't die in the second one. I don't know if you guys remember that part, but he doesn't die in the second one. No, it ends with him. Is, the second one like ends with him like leaving. He's like, "Watch me, I'm gonna go fuck these people up." Yeah. So, and the third one begins with the battle at that village. So, like the first like twenty minutes is that all that fire destroying that village, and then what happens to Smaug? Sure. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might need I, to go back and watch those because I'm I'm really digging that Rings of Power show. So there's like a there's like a subplot with uh, the wizards and like Sauron, like and the elves. Yeah, the wizard or whatever is that his name? The brown wizard or or is that the guy that's captured? I know there's a wizard named Radagast. Yeah, well, it's if that's the brown wizard, then that's probably right. Yeah, yeah then Sauron or Saruman gets involved. And then the elves get involved, and they find out that like Sauron is trying to come back, and it's like this whole other thing. So it's pretty cool. And then you got a whole Legolas subplot with him and this other like girl elf that's in love with the dwarf, which I wasn't too crazy about. But I don't know that they've got to fit a romance story in there. I guess is the whole thing, you know? Yeah, they also got to fit an Orlando Bloom in there as well. Oh yeah, got to feature him, which he has some cool parts. I check it out. Okay. Maybe give it that, that one more shot, you know? Okay. And that's it. What about you, Kyle? How was your week? That was pretty good. Um, started playing a game called Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Uh, I'm about an hour into that. 
Um, it's not too long of a game. It's an old 1992 um, LucasArts adventure game. But supposedly it has one of the best Indiana Jones stories. And so far I was liking it. It's a pretty funny game so far. What were you guys thinking? I was laughing, having a good time watching it. I thought it was all right. I was just kind of like getting like really confused with like, man, what in the world is going on with this game? <laughs> like, I was just like, what? I was like, I was trying to, I was just bewildered. I was like, this game exists. Okay. <laughs> I had never heard of it. And so I was just like, what is going on in this game? I was like, I need help with the puzzles. I was like, you need help with the whole game to figure out. Like, <laughs> so you've never but, yeah, seen they... one of those adventure games? No, I've never oh. played one. So huh. They were super popular in the early 90s and stuff. There's a ton of them. Like Grim, I've never, yeah, Jackson. Like Grim Fandango, but, Full Throttle. Yeah, I never played any of those. Yeah, I feel like if I would have played this game as a kid, I would have gotten it. I would have gotten maybe like an hour or two in and been completely lost and probably never have picked it back up. Or if we went on the game FAQs. That's true. That's probably what we would have done. That's usually what we did. Follow a walk. Follow the entire walkthrough on there because yeah. we wouldn't know anything. Yeah, you're right. Um, like Connor, I've been watching that Cyberpunk 2077 Edge Runner show. It's really cool. It's got a lot of hardcore blood and like, fighting scenes that I like. Um, kind of like Ghost in the Shell wise, stuff like that. I, I'm not the biggest fan of anime like uh, Naruto, that kind of anime. You know, with like mm-hmm. um, really wild expressions and then like a teardrop will pop over their head or for some reason their whole face will get red because they're mad. And then they'll uh-huh. have like a checkerboard thing on their f- cheek or forehead. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't like that kind yeah. of anime. I like like realistic, more realistic type of anime. But that still, that Cyberpunk 2077 Edge Runner show is not realistic at all. But it's really cool. Um, the art style is really awesome. The, the ability that the main character has in the show is really cool to see the way they did that. Um, but so far, I'm liking the story a lot. It's like Connor. It's like it's making me actually want to go back in and play Cyberpunk 2077. So I went ahead and redownloaded it on my PlayStation 5 and my PC. <laughs> Plan on actually redownloading that too once I get done playing Guardians and Fallout 4. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, also that show. That show they feature the gorilla arms and the uh, mantis blades quite a bit. So you're like, man, I kind of want to run around punching people and cutting people yeah. up with those. I never even got that far in the game to be able to use that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. There's also that like, there's also that nano wire, or it might be called mono wire or something like that. It's that what that chick uses, and then there's that like rocket that you can shoot out of your arm or something. Yeah, there's like a lot of like arm stuff that you can get, then like a bunch of leg stuff you can get too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I never got far in that game because I started playing that game like early on when it first came out, and my game hit a glitch where. Like, early on in the game, there's, like, an attack helicopter gunner scene. And there's, like, a it's moment. It's a flashback. Like, yeah, it's a flashback. But it's basically, like, you just keep going around in circles until you kill everybody that's around. Well, once you've done that, it's supposed to land, but it doesn't. It just mm-hmm. keeps going around in circles. And I'm like, bro, what is going on? So I can never get past that part. And it's, like, very early on. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember if it's, like... I don't know, after like the whole opening of the game or what, but yeah, it pissed me off. It's frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah. I am because whenever I was playing it, when it came out of launch, I also experienced a ton of bugs. 
So I am looking forward to replaying it and seeing how the game is supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also watch uh, watching She-Hulk. I'm fully caught up on that. Have you guys watched any of that at all? Mm-hmm. I have not. To be honest, I'm not like mega interested in it. But you just have to watch it because it's actually funny. It's it's a comedy, so it's it's really good. I recommend it. It's it's totally different Marvel show than anything you've seen, but I recommend it. It's really good. I look forward to it every week. Um, I tend to not see the fault in a lot of these Marvel shows. I just watch it because I love this kind of stuff. You're a total simp for most simp like superhero <laughs> stuff. But hey, I'm kind of there with like, you. I've, I've heard, I've heard that it is a lot different, so that's what makes me want to watch it. But if I ever hear that another show is kind of like, you know, that Captain America show or some of the other ones that just weren't that good, it's just like ah, uh, I don't know, kind huh. of like, kind of like to the point where I, I don't really want to watch all of them. You know, it's kind of weird. So you've got maybe a little bit of Marvel fatigue. Yeah, I think it's- so for sure, especially their shows. Like, their movies, like, some of them, I still want to go to the theaters early to see them, but, like, this last Thor movie, I haven't even watched it, so... It's... I don't know. Even some of the movies, like... Yeah. They're losing me. They're losing me hard. Enjoyed it, but I didn't think it was as good as Ragnarok. No. Ragnarok was awesome. Ragnarok is totally different level. Um, And I also am still playing that Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, I am almost at the end. I probably could have beaten it today if I really would have tried. But by the next episode of the podcast, I will have beaten it for sure. That game is, like I said last week, still really good. Really funny. Really sad at some, sad at some points. But I really enjoy it. Um, it does a really good... It does a great job of engaging you, you know, and getting you invested in all of the characters. Right. So Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing I've been checking out this week is this band called Dead Poet Society. Have you heard of them, Jack? I've not heard of... I think I've actually heard of the band, but I do not remember at all what they sound like. Well, the only thing I remember is the movie, Robin Williams' a, Rest in Peace. Yeah, there's a movie, Dead Poets Society, with a plural in the middle of that. But it's a, it's, it's a pretty good band. They sound like um, Royal Blood, but it's one of those bands where they all went to college together for music. And when they got out, or you know, they made a band during that. And when they got out, they just started making music, and it's pretty well done. Um, but like I said, it sounds like Royal Blood, which is up my alley. But they started in 2013, and I, I recommend them. Give them, give them a listen. Um, nice. I'll have to check them out. There's like a new band I started listening to as well, called like it's called Vane.fm, and they're like a they're definitely a hardcore band, but they kind of have like small like elements of like death tones a bit like they're definitely a like hardcore metalcore band and it's just nice to get like these small hints of like very nice sounding vocals like mixed in with the heaviness but yeah they like one thing i really like about them is like something i've been really digging in metal music is just how chonky it is you know like i've been getting really into the chon 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 stuff like that and this band does a really good job of that stuff so check out vein.fm if you're into any kind of metal music okay if you're looking for a new candy <laughs> check out haribo berry clouds more delicious than they look and they look delicious <laughs> get them while they're hot nice <laughs> can i just say i want those very much <laughs> oh i want them connor's been talking about candy for like the past 48 hours no connor talks I mean, about candy 
pretty much all the time. <laughs> no, he he does, but he's been really laying thick on the candy for like the past forty-eight hours. We've been playing I've, games. I've been I've been overhyping a lot of the things that I've been eating, saying I was gonna like eat a bunch of ice cream and pie and stuff last night and, and candy. I didn't eat half that stuff. What did you end up eating? Half that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man i don't want to get into the details man <laughs> now jackson you had a little jackson's quest for us this week a jackson quest jackson's quest what's your quest jack oh i wouldn't really say it as much as it, ah, i wouldn't say it's so much a quest but i would say like uh okay so we got that winnie the pooh uh what's it called again Winnie oh, the Pooh, Blood, Blood and, honey. and Honey. Yes. Okay, so we got that movie coming out. What's like some other like stuff from our childhood that we could turn into like a horror movie? Like, I, can't, I came up with a bunch. I don't know about you guys. The uh, you guys want to hear the one that I was thinking of? Sure. All right. So you take the show Gola Gola Island, and now the what is it? <laughs> what is the mascot? Is it a frog or? Yeah. Yeah, you take the frog, and now it is a carnivorous meat eater, like wanting to like kill all the children, everyone in there. It start the show starts off with like the adult that's like in charge gets brutally eaten in front of them, and they get trapped inside the house, and it's just got you know freaking you know <laughs> gola gola nematode dude is just outside waiting and wait, yeah, just ready to destroy anything that he sees. Okay. What's his weapon? He just kills people by strangling them with his tongue, or? Oh man, I mean, yeah, he's got that. He like just eats you alive as well. But yeah, that ton is a that ton's a very powerful weapon of his. I don't imagine his jumping abilities probably would be too. Yeah, you're really into Gullah Gullah Island, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mainly, I got the, the theme song stuck in my head as a kid. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gullah Gullah Island, Gullah Gullah. So. what about you Connor? let's hear your ideas so i got a few of them um angry beavers that could be something very dark it could be like a creature film that's like they're they're just coming they're killing they're terrorizing a town destroying everybody you know i think that'd be a great one i can envision one of the scenes them sneaking up on some girl and gnawing her feet off while she's standing there before she even has time, or they, they have time to realize what's happened. Uh huh. Or like they, uh, like the movie starts out with like a, a group of campers arriving somewhere, and then like they're crossing a bridge, you know, like uh, like a dammed up creek, and then they look at the bridge and it's like a bunch of arms and legs and stuff, you know? It's like, oh shit, this, this bridge is a, a bodies. Ah. They're making a dam but- of bodies. And then the dam breaks because the beavers break the dam. And then they trap the kids. And then they're they're trying to escape. I don't know. I think that would be cool. Um, <laughs> as told by Ginger. Oh, good. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You keep going, man. Okay. So as told, as told by Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want to see that girl like have to survive some sort of a horror, uh, whatever scenario, you know. But uh, I think th- there's a few obvious ones like Danny Phantom. Did you guys think of that one? Okay. How would you do that one? Uh, just uh, kind of like Paranormal Activity or something, or like mixed with some stuff from like Insidious or 
you know, like just kind of mix a lot of those ghost stuff, but the best parts of all of them, and then just kind of make like a this dude trying to trap all these ghosts, you know? Yeah. Not only that, you could take it to her like all the bad guys in Danny Phantom do some fucked up shit, you know? Oh yeah. Like, like really lay waste to towns and stuff like that. And at the end of the episode, it's just like all these people massacred. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he always shows up like a minute or two after the person gets killed or something, you know, or like the person's already dead and the spirits possessing their body, moving their corpse around and shit, you know, I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Uh, God, I had a few others. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, you know, age them up to where they're not kids or leave them as kids and make them go through some crazy shit. Like either way, it'd be, be a crazy movie. So they're basically the Winchester boys. They've been killing people their whole lives. They've seen, they've seen, they've had a death with them the whole time. Yeah, seen some maybe shit. something, maybe something happens at the beginning, and then death is after them, and they gotta survive some crazy shit. The whole movie—it's almost like a Final you know? Destination kind of movie. Yeah, you could flip it around to where they go from working for him to have to run from him. Okay. Uh, Clifford, Another one. The, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Clifford, Clifford, the big red dog. He could be a giant dog that is just. You know, luring kids in with its lovableness and then eats them. Some sort of a giant, like, uh, kaiju type thing. Yeah, you know? I was about to say the same thing. Kaiju. They gotta <laughs> send in the, the military planes and all that. <laughs> we make a shot for shot remake of Cloverfield, but just replace Clover <laughs> with Clifford. <laughs> oh, I love that, man. That That'd could be, be good. Um, My life as a teenage robot, it could be kind of like... Uh, uh, Robocop, but even darker, you know. This teenage girl, she's at her cheerleading squad. She does the flip, gets hit with an RPG in midair, terrorist attack, has to get a whole new body, you know. Yep. Now she's a teenage robot and she's out for revenge because apparently works. there's a terror, there's a terrorist cell in her neighborhood. If I could try to kill her, <laughs> uh, all right, I've got one. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, all right, so. Wild thornberries. Oh, love it. Basically, you just take all of the wit out of the show, like anything that's smart about the family, and just make them stupid. And the whole <laughs> show is exactly why you don't fuck with animals in the wild. And every episode <laughs> is different animals eating them alive. But basically, it's like, okay, today we're going to go out and look for a snake. The snake's a freaking anaconda. Snake eats Darwin. <laughs> okay. Today we're going to find some antelope. Antelope freaking skewers someone on their he- head or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Antelope. Wait, just make it super, make it Metalocalypse style, you know? <laughs> now help me here. How do we turn Madeline into a horror movie? What do we do with Madeline? What do we do with Madeline? Do we make it like, I don't an, know. like an attack the block type situation? After I watched Higurashi, Everything just turns to like, ah, oh, they just get murdered. So, <laughs> Madeline, I mean, there's a few ways you could do it. If you want to do a creature thing like Attack the Block, I'm, that would definitely work. You know, they're all chilling at school, something happens, and then they got to defend themselves. You know, yeah, for sure. One by one, they get picked off. Oh, yeah. All they've got are umbrellas. Until all that's left is Mrs. Clavel and Madeline back to back. Mm hmm. They both got. Nine millimeter pistols, yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. 
I would go I would go more ghost theme for Madeline personally. Okay. Yeah, definitely make it horror, you know. A lot of spirits are possessing the school of former students that have died there, you know, because all the teachers are killers and stuff like that, you know. She's got to go through all of them, kind of like bosses, all of her school schedule, like math and science. She's got to use, she has to use science to defeat science in some crazy mystical way and all that. But yeah, that's kind of the route I would go. Okay. Jackson, how would you, how would you go with Madeline Horror? Like I said, everyone just gets murdered. It just turns into a different murder every time. A, ba- a basic murder show, okay. I would just make it. To, I don't. I would. I would just make it to where like Madeline is just a happy go like happy go lucky gal that's always like she's always just a ray of sunshine, and everything around her is just death constantly. Like it's just crazy accidents always happening. Like mailman that's like walking by her at the same time gets a piano dropped on him from a roof or some shit. So what it's we- just. Yeah. Oh know. yeah, I so, like that. So, what do we call this Madeline show? <laughs> we we'll call it Madeline, but we'll put a little dash after Mad, <laughs> <laughs> or we can put Mad in parentheses or some shit <laughs> in red. Yeah, there you go. We'll just highlight the Mad with red. Yeah, we'll put a little splatter of blood on the M or some shit. And be like, It'll be we dripping. Let them know we're not fucking around. End. Okay, I like it. Perfect. And Connor, what'd you what'd you have for us today? Uh, I was just thinking it'd be fun if we kind of highlighted some weird stuff that we either like or have liked in the past, and just be like maybe like one movie, TV show, game, just kind of kind of just go through a bunch of different genres of things and medias, I guess. So just kind of what what's been striking your fancy? Is something popping for you? What's going on? Let's hear about it. What exactly do you mean by weird, though? Like something that is just like so stupid that like man I can't believe I like this or it could be it could just be weird that maybe it's like you know so old or something or it could just be like just an odd thing or it's good because it's weird you know like for instance uh, if we wanted to start with like maybe um, like say movies like it's probably an obvious one but like Beetlejuice is a movie that I like that's really weird but not everybody has seen it and i think since halloween is coming up or at least that time of year i think it'd be cool if you know people that haven't seen it they should go check that movie out okay something like that you know it's just it's a weird movie you know but it's it's worth it you know okay i've got a perfect one for you this movie is a movie that is just so freaking random and has no purpose but i still enjoy it and will probably rewatch it at some point it's a movie called rubber it's about a killer tire okay yeah i remember you talking about that not to be confused with flubber not to be no not no. with robin williams rest in peace no <laughs> um why no, do you rubber, love the movie like why do i like the movie just because it was just as far as the acting in it the acting was solid and i felt like the way it was written I was like, okay, I'm drawn into what's going on. But like, as I was watching the movie, the entire time I was just trying to figure out what exactly is happening within this movie. But they tell you right at the very beginning of the movie what the whole movie is about. And it's just an homage to uh, what has he describe it is like no reason is what he says. He's like, this whole movie is an homage to no reason. It's like, why does a 
why does like a man and woman fall in love in a movie? He's just like, eh, no reason. Just ends up happening. He like lists several exam- examples before he's just like, this movie is made for no reason. And yeah, everything that happens doesn't, yeah, has no reason to it. Yeah, check out Rubber. It's sem- It's more dark comedy than anything, but I feel like it's one of those movies that at the end of it, you're like, okay, I watched it. I didn't hate the time that I invested into that movie. That's kind of how I felt. I was very surprised. Like, like, okay, I did not hate that movie about a killer tire. Oh, yeah. I hope they make another one, to tell you the truth. <laughs> if they were to make a second rubber movie, I would watch it. What, what would the subtitle it? be? Yeah. <laughs> uh, rubber up. <laughs> I don't know. Rubber reinflated? It, yeah. <laughs> Retreaded. Yeah. <laughs> Rubber 2 Redemption. <laughs> Flat fixed. <laughs> uh, another one I kind of had, I know I was just saying one of each, but it's just a Bionicle Mask of Light. You remember that movie, Kyle? Yeah, of course. Turns out you can watch it on YouTube. Really? So if you guys feel like watching an old Bionicle movie sometime and just being like, oh yeah, these things, check it out. I remember those from my childhood. <laughs> that was like when they didn't quite get computer graphics just right yet. It looks surprisingly good for its time. Nothing's moving super fast by any means, but it looks decent. Anybody have any other movies? Yeah, I like Spider-Man 3. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Call me weird. I like, Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man 3 as well. I like it. It's just not near as good as some of the other Spider-Man movies that are out there. Says you. Yeah. I think it's just as good as the rest of them. Really? You're going to say, you're going to put Spider-Man 3 and Far From Home, like, right next to each other? You're going to do that? Far From Home is on a different level. Far From oh, Home oops. is... Yeah. You're now right. dig on this. Dig, dig on this? What? Yeah, now dig on this. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> I thought you were going to come in... All right, I thought you were going to come in with something after that. Like, no, no, no. That's just me me saying that I'm supporting Spider-Man 3 in my own way. That's me expressing myself. Um, Another one I had was um, that movie before your, or not movie, that video game Before Your Eyes. That is a weird-ass game, and nobody I've talked to has played it. I've recommended it to everybody, but no one's played it. Um, If you have Netflix, it is on I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Netflix has games now. So all you got to do is push the games thing at the bottom of the screen when you have Netflix open on your phone. And it takes you to the Netflix app store, which is just the Play Store. But it says, like, all these games say um, Netflix into the breach or Netflix before your eyes. So you can play before your eyes on your phone now and just use your your camera on there. That's equally the... one of the best stories I've ever played and one of the saddest games I've ever played. But I recommend that a lot, and that's a weird-ass game. All right, well, you said it, games. I got two games. Okay. First one, Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. Yeah, that game is That is, it is such a weird game, but it is so good. It's, like, one of the better, like, action hack-and-slash games that I've played in a long time. It came out on the 360, but it's always on sale. You can probably get it for like a dollar or two sometimes. Like I think I, I saw it on sale for like it was like maybe maybe five dollars or so, maybe less. So what did it's, you it's say always, the game was called? 
Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. It's the one that's all about um God Raiden or something like that. I think it's his name. Yeah, that's right. Raiden or Raiden, one of the two, however you pronounce it. Um, but it's so good. He's like even more cyborg than he is in like Metal Gear Solid Four. So it's it's a really cool game. Uh Jackson, are you gonna play it? Um uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> All right, so that's I'm a maybe fine. for Jack. That's a maybe. And then uh the other one that I always think of for some reason, man, it always comes back to me. The Bugs Life video game for Nintendo sixty four, man. I don't know, do you ever think about that weird game, Kyle? Yeah, I think about the the part where you're being chased by that bird and you're holding on to that dandelion thing. Flying and stuff? Yeah, I remember that scene really well. And like picking up berries and throwing those around and grabbing seeds and throwing those and stuff and like yeah. There's so much about that game. We played the crap out of that game for some reason, man. Yeah. I don't know why. We just kept reading. But we it. did. Yeah, we liked it. We really liked it. Had a good time with it. Yeah. I think of like weird games that I've played back like <laughs> I think playing Power Wash Simulator and completing it one hundred percent is kinda weird. That is weird. Another weird game is uh, Inside. Oh, yes. I had that in my head a little while ago. I don't know why I didn't say that. It's mainly the ending to that game is what makes it insanely weird. No spoilers. But, yeah, that game is that game is phenomenal. I'll give that game a 10 out of 10 as far as platformers go. And just Limbo. like Limbo is good as well. Yeah, that's on my list, too. I need to play that. Another game that I've been really wanting to play is uh, Little Nightmares 1 and 2. I have those. You have both of them? I think I have the first one. I know I have the first one. I don't know if I have the second one or not. Yeah, I I see like a lot of good stuff about the first one, but I see even better stuff about the second one. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely want to play both those games at some point because I love a lot of horror games. As long as the horror game is fun, then I'll play it. But there's some games like uh, Visage. That game... I played it because I wanted a game like PT, but this game wasn't really what I was looking for so much. Yeah. I wish there was more crazy stuff happening, but yeah. Um, I had a TV show, so I watched the show called The Strain for a while. Did you guys watch that show? I never watched it, no. It's a vampire show, right? Yeah, it was on FX. It was like a Guillermo, a Guillermo del Toro show. I think he like produced it or something, but it was a vampire show. But what made it really weird was the vampires at some point they would lose their penis like all their genitalia would fall off and hell at, yeah <laughs> at one point there's this scene this is rocker guy he's part of a like he's like a lead singer of a band he gets bit by one of the vampires and then like a, a couple weeks later he's sitting there taking a pee and then you hear like a bloop and yep his penis falls off into the freaking toilet and it's just like it was the show was almost too weird and we ended up stop watching it I, it went weird places and i wasn't digging it did he still have to pee? No. Once no you're a vampire, all you need is blood. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that would That's... suck to be a vampire if you ended up losing your penis. Yeah. <laughs> Still can play video games. I thought I thought vampires fucked, bro. Not these vampires. <laughs> like, I've, I've seen Village of the Damned. I thought they got it on, bro. So if their penis falls off, does their butthole seal up? Yeah. There's a, very, there's a really graphic scene where you clearly see a butthole seal up. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was going to say, this show sounds insane, man. <laughs> this deal's getting better all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
All right, spread your cheeks. We're going to see the butthole seal. <laughs> <laughs> Stick this pencil in there. All right. Uh, Kyle said TV show, so I've got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for them anime fans out there. If you want to see some weird anime that's also good, really good, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is for you. Check that out. It is weird. And then the Venture Brothers, man, for TV shows, it's one of the better shows I've seen that nobody ever talks about. And I feel that is like one of the higher quality cartoon shows that was on Adult Swim that really should have been popular, you know, It was funny. for a lot of reasons. Can you say the name of the show one more time? I'm sorry. Adventure Brothers. Yes. Adventure, Adventure Brothers is great. I really need to watch all of that show. I've enjoyed yeah. like almost every episode that I have watched. So, yeah, it, it's worth it. It like it goes places. It definitely develops all the characters, makes you invested in what happens in the story and uh most of the time i was laughing having a good time with it so i can't rem- i can't recommend it any more than than i am right now which is highly recommend it more you should watch that show <laughs> jack i watch that show <laughs> all right <laughs> uh mine uh as far as weird tv shows go uh documental on amazon documental is a show all about like i think it's um I think it's Japan. I might be wrong, but I'm very sure that it's Japan. You think oh, Japan? Yeah, it's a documental pits 10 comedians against each other. Um, the objective is to make each other laugh in a locked room. Hmm. And I think they have like six hours to make each other laugh. Um, each contestant has to bring like 1 million yen as a participation fee. Okay. And the last person in the room without laughing wins. And the winner is awarded 10 million as the prize. Right. Uh, they the show keeps evolving throughout each season, but they have got some way weird humor in Japan as far as like their comedy scene goes. Like, I saw some weird stuff on this show. Like what they're doing to try to make each other laugh. Like showing each other their but, buttholes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Ah oh, man, there's like another one. Like they were, I forgot they're doing something with their penises, and I was like, what is going on here? And, like, the guy that was, like, does the intro, like, he basically hosts the show. He's, like, doing the intro for the show. And he was, like, Amazon could told us, or basically told us we could do whatever we want. It's, like, as long as we just don't zoom in on, like, a penis or something like that. As long as we don't zoom in on it. They said, no, we're fine. But it turns out they censor a lot of that stuff. They censored a lot of it. Because there's no way that they would just let that, that show go the way it goes. But, yeah, check out Documental. Amazon Prime, multiple seasons of it. So even Number though one. even though they're not allowed to zoom in on the genitals and the balls and stuff, are you zooming in on it, Jackson? There's nothing to zoom in on it, man. They, like I said, they censor it. No, I think I think you're zooming in on it. Oh, I just remember what they were doing. They were like taking vacuum cleaners and like like sucking it up. Oh. And, like, and one dude like apparently like it got like a good suction on him, and so he was like, I. <laughs> like there's like a whole that part did make me laugh not gonna lie did they count that as him laughing uh him yelping out in pain yeah no. it, okay good <laughs> yeah so that's my show uh do you got anything else that we want to call out be, for being weird that we enjoyed i mean i could probably go on forever about the bad 1990s sci-fi like original horror movies i watched as a kid but i don't want to 
take up hours of you guys' time with all that. It's probably for the best, Jackson. Yeah. There's quite a bit. All right. So I figured we could uh, go through the nominees for the Toy of the Year Hall of Fame. Have you guys ever looked into that? Like every year they submit no. uh, a list of these toys to the Strong Museum. And basically, like past years, I think Sand was in there. Yeah. So basically I had a list here. And I was wanting you guys to tell me if any of these are good and they think you think they should go into the Strong Museum. So okay. the list goes like this. So this year, Bingo is on the list. Boo! Yeah. Wait, what is on the list? Bingo? Bingo, yeah. It's not a toy. No, that's Let's not a toy. A paper. Yeah. So. We hate you, Bingo. Hey, get out of here. Go have fun with old people somewhere where we're not around. <laughs> go rot away in an old people's home, you <laughs> stupid Bingo. <laughs> Go turn into like a bookmark in a book somewhere. We don't want you around. Nobody with a fun personality is like, yo, let's play bingo. <laughs> no one on a Friday night is going out, having a steak dinner, and then saying, let's go play bingo at home. Right. Nobody's doing it. Nobody out there is going to want to drop ecstasy, listen to Daft Punk's Discovery <laughs> album all the way through, and at the end of it, think, Dude, bingo would hit the spot. <laughs> so the other ones on the list are Briar Horses. Do you guys know what that is? Briar Horses? Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah, my cousin, she had a bunch of these things. But no, I wouldn't add these onto But then again, I don't like I don't even know what's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know what's made the Hall of Fame. I don't know what's already in. These are just a basic Horse toy action figure, yeah, yeah that fine. They're yeah. super old. Girls love them. They should be in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, yeah exactly. go for it. Found, founded yeah. in 1950, Chicago, Illinois. That's how old these things are. Yeah, pretty go old. For it. Uh, Catan. You guys ever heard of Catan? No. Let's Settlers. see my Adam's apple again. Settlers of Catan. It's an old board game. Bocatan. Yeah, Bocatan. Yeah. No, Settlers of Catan. Um, supposedly one of the best. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. It's supposedly it's one of it the looks better. Like, it looks like Risk. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Light Bright is being. Light Bright. Yep. I understand that one. I don't need to look that one up. But yeah, Light Bright needs Light Bright needs to come back. Yeah. Is that your superhero persona, Jackson? He Light needs, Bright. He needs a Light Bright on him. Yeah, to submit project the powers. Right. Okay. Yeah, you moved on without me even saying anything about Master or the Sellers of Catan. Um, looking at this thing, I think it looks pretty cool. I like all the the hexagon shapes, so I'd say put it in there. Yeah, I think I have a copy of that game on PC for some huh. reason. Yeah. Cool. Um, what was the one after Catan? Light Bright. Light Bright. I'm gonna say no Light Bright. I don't think it's accessible to a lot of people. So I think you throw Light Bright in there. It's a classic toy. Um, I mean, they're just not getting to a basic horse and you're wanting to put an advanced toy like a light right in there. True. Um, the next one here is Masters of the Universe. So that would be He-Man and She-Ra, those classic toys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Okay. Nerf toys. Which I don't know how Nerf toys isn't already in there, but I feel like that needs a spot. No guns. No guns? No guns. Okay. Um, Pinata. You guys imagine that? Is that as a toy? I mean, I, I guess. 
I don't consider a pinata a toy. I consider that a a birthday game. Right, and candy pops or a out celebration, of it. a yeah. celebration of some sort. That's not a toy. Yeah, I don't know Shit, how. I mean, they might as well say like those little popper things that you throw on the ground and they go, they pop. They might as well say those are toys, but those are fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, a, a pinata yeah. is made out of cardboard, right? Somewhat, yeah. Enough said. Why don't they just Paper, say cardboard, cardboard is the best? Why don't they just say cardboard? <laughs> well, cardboard is the best. Um, the next one here is Phase 10. Either of you guys play Phase 10? Isn't that a I card have... game? Yeah, it's a card game. I played it in school a lot. About Phase 9. It's pretty fun, actually. Phase 9, not as good. Yeah, I'll, I'll skip on Phase 10. I'll skip Phase 10, too. As because far as, a, as far as a toy hall of fame. Um, the next one here is Pound Puppies. Do you guys remember those? Pound puppies? Pound puppies? Nah. Oh, these things. Uh, sure, go ahead. Yeah, throw it in. Yeah, um, I like the look of that. I could lay my head on that. The next one is called Racco. The classic Rock'em or Rack'em and scorecard game. Looks completely boring. You guys ever seen Racco? I've not heard no. of most. Like, How what do you spell that? These toys? I've not heard of a lot of this How stuff. do you spell Racco? Rack. And then there's a dash O. Oh. Racco. I'll pass on you, Racco. Yep. It's completely boring. Um, the next one here is a spirograph. You guys remember what spirographs are? They're those cool stencils that you put your um, mm. you put your pen in there, and it makes like crazy designs from the stencil, and it just, you make it go in a circle and stuff like that. Okay. I would, as, I would count this as a toy and something to, use, to be used for art and stuff. So I, I think it's a fun toy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking those are so cool when I was a kid. I wish I would have had this box deluxe box set. Yeah, make some cool, <laughs> make some cool flower-looking things. Oh yeah, mandalas or whatever. And then the last one on there is the basic top. Ooh, how is the Bay top blades. not already in there? Give it to the top, bro. Give it to the top. Yeah, get it in there. Let Bay it rip. Came from the top. <laughs> Bay blades. <laughs> and that's the list. So, well, out of all those, the top should be going in. The top, yeah. I the, agree. Top, the top gave us Beyblades for one. And and then also, like, the dreidel is that's a that's a big thing in the Jewish community, I think. The dreidel. It's a religious the symbol. Yeah. Throw the top in there. I bet that's the reason why the top isn't in the Hall of Fame already, is because they're being prejudiced towards the Jewish community. You think so? And Stop with your hatred. Let the top in. <laughs> Let the top in. Let the top inside you. And uh, just to throw like a, an extra little bit on there, the name top. Like, how good is that name? It's pretty good. It's not at the bottom of names. It's yep. not a bottom. It's the top. <laughs> top. Love it. Yep. Love it. So that's the list, guys. Now, over the last like maybe week. For whatever reason, all these uh, like Sony, Nintendo, Ubisoft, um, uh, Activision, they all just for whatever reason decided, hey, this week's going to be E3 Part 2. So I know Connor watched a lot of these presentations. Jack, did you watch any of them? Not really. Okay. Well, I'm going to go through, I'm going to go down the list of the, the games that were announced at pretty much E3 Part 2 over the last week. And we'll talk about them a little bit. If you guys have any words to say about them, cool. If not, Let's go on to the next one. Um, so D23, which is Disney's like event they do every year. Um, there's only a couple games in there that I thought were worthwhile. The first one was 
Tron Identity. Did you guys see that at all? I did not, but I'm very interested in that. Yeah, I didn't really see much on that. I think I, I think I did see it, but I can't remember it. It's like a visual novel almost, but it follows um, a detective named Query who is tasked with solving the mystery of an unprecedented crime. And that comes out in 2023. So it looks like Disney is about to release or start working on that Jared Leto Tron movie. So they're probably like, all right, let's get some Tron content out there. Tron's still big, you know. Uh, I got a feeling that the new Tron is not going to do good because of Jared, Jared Leto. Think so? Jared Leto has been stinking. So that's what I got to say. Like, you trying to like say you don't best. like Morbius? I haven't even watched. I have zero desire to watch Morbius, to tell you the truth. It's Morbin time, Jack. I don't, give, I don't give a shit what time it is. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm never going to watch that movie, probably. I don't care if someone even tells me, like, dude, that movie was actually pretty good. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) I was someone that was actually really, like, stoked that he was getting to play Joker. And I bet his Joker probably could have been good in, like, the director's cut of that movie if they would have let him do it. But, yeah, at the same time, it's just everything he's done since then has just been kind of, like, thinking cheese, you know? Not into it. Okay. Um, the next one was Marvel's Midnight Suns. It's the next game from the guys at Firaxis uh, Games. They're the guys who made XCOM 1 and 2. Connor, what do you think about that game? Uh, it looks all right. I, I was wanting to play it, and um, I'm kind of just not even caring as much as I was. But, I mean, I'm sure it'll do well for that community. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure, sure it'll be good. Just the fact that it's a card-based RPG kind of takes me out of it. I don't like the yeah. card-based randomness. You know, yeah, it right. doesn't sound like something I would be into either. Yeah, it's a strategy game, so you can move your characters around the map, but then when you get in combat, it's like, hey, here's random cards that hopefully you get a good roll. Um, and that comes out on December 2nd. The other, the, the last game that they showed off that I thought was any, anything worthwhile was Amy Hennig's new Captain America Black Panther game. They, all they showed was pretty much a teaser. They didn't show any gameplay, but that looks cool. It's pretty much T'Challa's grandfather. With Captain America. And it's supposed to be like a... It's Amy Henning is the one that made like the first couple Uncharted games. So I have a feeling this game's going to be pretty theatrical and pretty over the top. Is that supposed to be like set like during the beginning of Captain America? It's supposed to be set like during in World War Two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it'll be cool once we see some footage on it. But yeah, just the, the teaser was cool, but it wasn't any gameplay, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, the next thing was the Ubisoft Forward. That was honestly pretty boring. Did you watch any of that, Connor? Yeah, I, I'm stoked for Assassin's Creed Mirage, but aside from that, I'm not really too hyped for anything. The yeah. whole um, Japan one might be cool, but it was just a little teaser. So that's pretty much it, was Assassin's Creed Mirage. Which Assassin's Creed Mirage, it looks like it's going to go back to the old, the old Assassin's Creed's. Less RPG, more assassination, more hiding, sneaking, that kind of stuff. And then the other one Connor was talking about is Codename Red. And that one takes place during Feudal Japan. And you'll play a very powerful shinobi fantasy. But my thing is, man, it's like Ghost of Tsushima already came out. Like, do we really need that game? A lot of games are taking place in Feudal Japan. But they're also being developed in Japan, so that's part of it. Right. Now, the next one was the Nintendo Direct. That one had a couple bangers in it. Um, the first one I saw was Fire Emblem Engage. No, Engage. Liked, I haven't played any of the newer Fire Emblem games. You have three houses, don't you, Connor? The newest one? Yeah. 
Did you play very much of that? I played some. I've thought about going back, but I haven't yet. Yeah. Fire Emblem is just a really good strategy strategy game. Um, not really much more to say there. The next one was Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. And that one comes out on December 13th, 2022. You're pretty stuck, psyched about that one, Connor? Yeah, I'm stoked. I'll play it again. It was a good game. And that's Had a, fun with it. That's a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Hopefully it's good, but it looks like it's just pretty much the same game that was on PSP. Just some yeah. updated visuals. Um, now this next one here, they're, they announced that they're adding more N64 games to the Switch through their online Switch service or whatever. And two of them I thought Jackson would like was uh, Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2. Are coming oh, of to, course. Are coming to Switch. Same with Mario Party, Mario Party 2, and Mario Party 3. And 1080 Snowboarding and Excite Bike 64. Those Pokemon Stadium games are only good if they allow you to use your Pokemon from blue, red, gold, silver, all those games. Because that's, oh, that's the only way you can that is the only way you can beat the Elite Four in Pokemon Stadium too. So huh. it's impossible to beat them. And that's the only way those games are good, huh? I mean, if you want to beat the Elite Four, I mean it sucks like playing Pokemon Stadium two and just playing that game for months and months and months trying to beat the Elite Four and it never happens because you don't have you know, you don't have the Pokemon to do it. Right. You gotta have your own leveled up Pokemon. That's literally the only way you can complete that game. And that's frustrating. Yeah. Sounds like it. The next one here is Octopath Traveler 2. That one comes out February 24th, 2023. Connor, did, were you ever interested in the first one? I've got it downloaded on my, PS, or on my PC because it's on xbox right now so um yeah i'm gonna play it eventually those just haven't have... had the desire to play it yet right those games have a really really cool art style it's like 2d slash 3d um the next one here that the last thing they showed was legend of zelda tears of the kingdom which is the sequel to legend of zelda breath of the wild connor give us some thoughts about that uh seems like it's gonna be the darker version compared to breath of the wild which a lot of people are excited about. I know I'm excited about. Usually those ones are pretty good, the darker Zelda games. So uh, definitely excited. Um, a lot of the mechanics seem similar to Breath of the Wild, but new. Uh, so interested to see what happens there. And as far as the story, who knows what's going to happen. Some bad guy's going to launch a bunch of the chunks of Hyrule up into the air, and going to be a lot of aerial stuff in this next game. So pretty stoked about that. Let's hope yeah. they bring dungeons back. Yeah, I want I want at least seven dungeons in a Zelda game minimum. The better ones usually have like three, and then you get the Master Sword, then you have like another like seven once you have the Master Sword. So anywhere between seven to ten dungeons is is good with me. Right. Four dungeons that aren't really that good of dungeons doesn't really cut it because those Sacred Beasts like they were like the like two of them are super easy, then two of them are a little bit harder, but they're still not that great you know right in my opinion and that comes out on may 12th 2023 and the next event was the sony state of play event and that started off with tekken 8 being revealed for ps5 jackson did you ever play tekken yeah played uh the the old ones on like the original playstation tekken 2 is my favorite of them but okay yeah this new one they showed it they were showing so many particle effects going on that crazy it looked so good um very good yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, they showed a new trailer for God of War Ragnarok, and that comes. So out. excited for that! Yep, 
That comes out on November 9th. That, that, game that game's going to be crazy. Yeah, it just keeps on looking better and better. They showed this crazy scene where Atreus fires an arrow into the sky and the wolves chase it. And when the wolves are chasing it, the sky goes from like night to dark or whatever, or day, day to night or whatever. It's so cool looking. Like I guess from the, th- um, the lore, once the wolves get to it, that's when Ragnarok starts, which is pretty cool. If you like Norse mythology. The combat looks awesome. Um, they showed a really cool scene where Thor threw his hammer at Kratos and Kratos threw his Stormbreaker at him and they, com- they collided in midair. It was really cool looking. They showed like a really cool looking space like jellyfish thing. That was really sick looking. Um, really cool looking game. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. I bet it will. Let's hope so. I yeah. might actually play God of War again before that game comes out so I can get myself psyched up for it again. Right. Are you going to get the second one on PS4? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And that's it, guys. That's all the E3 stuff. Let's move into Yo Dude Check This Out. He wants to get us started. Uh, so, Yo Dude Check This Out. There are these um, temporary tattoos that are being developed. Or, excuse me, not temporary. Uh, well, there are temporary ones. But they're permanent tattoos that are being developed that um, you, you can just, like, stick them onto your skin, kind of like a Band-Aid. And the ink is like made to where it's like a micro needle and it'll like pierce your skin and dissolve in your skin. And the people are saying that they don't want to like replace traditional like tattoo artists and what they do and everything. It's mainly for like medical patients that want to get things tattooed on their bodies, but don't want the pain of a normal tattoo. Um, Or like if they want to have like something where it's like a UV tattoo or some like special thing or whatever, but it's pretty cool like you can get like anything um but just as like a a strip that you just stick to your skin and let dissolve and boom you got a tattoo that's wild man yeah the whole micro needle thing was kind of like wow that's crazy that is wild huh um yo dude check this out so there's people all across the country right now spending seventy five thousand dollars to grow three to four inches have you guys seen anything about this yeah, like having their legs expanded. Yeah, all of a sudden over the last week, I've seen like three or four different articles on different websites about people talking about this. So, Kyle, basic- Kyle I'm getting that surgery. Oh, I'm shit. coming for you, bro. Oh, no. I'll be just as tall. No. But yeah, you're I'm get- getting a special four-inch surgery. Nice, dude. <laughs> but the thing is, you get lengthened in your legs. So yeah. when you don't have clothes on, you look like a freaking freak because your legs are super freaking long, dude. Yeah. Meanwhile, your torso looks the same. But supposedly, um, it takes quite a while for everything to heal. It's um, your femurs, right? Don't they cut your femurs? Yeah, they break both of your femurs. And Ugh. adjustable metal <laughs> nails are inserted down into the centers of your bones. Each nail is made out of titanium, which is... Both flexible and sturdy, like bone, and about the size of a piccolo. The nails will be will be extended one millimeter every day for about ninety days via a magnetic remote control. Once the bones heal, boom, you're three mm-hmm. to four inches taller. But it takes it takes a long time, and your bones can be really weak, and you'll be susceptible to your legs just breaking during that healing process. So you pretty much <laughs> have to take it easy and not do anything. That's so stupid. It's crazy, isn't it? It's stupid. How bad do you want to be in the NBA, Kyle? <laughs> Real what, bad. What gets me is 
you're not just stretching your bone. You're stretching your skin. You're stretching the muscles, tendons, veins, everything. You're stretching yeah. all of that. So that's why, you, all, yeah. that's why you do it in millimeters and not inches per day. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that would hurt so bad. You want three inches? Pow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if I could do that with my arms. Just get. I want to be able to have like my fingers like touch the ground like whenever I'm fully standing. Just yeah. have like crazy gorilla type arms. <laughs> yeah, wanna... give me give me something like that. Try to extend every bone in your body. Do that that same surgery, but to every bone. Just see how long you can get. You know, <laughs> get the long man. Yep. See it. I'll become the real slender man. <laughs> I'll just go out Slender's... to the woods and hang out all the time. Slender Jack, man. Slender Jack. Hey, yo, Slender Jack. <laughs> Did you have a yo dude, Jack? Bruh, I had yeah. one, but I have lost it. It's okay, man. And do you guys yeah. have do you guys I've have, lost it. <laughs> do you guys have any words of wisdom for us? Uh what words of wisdom? Um no. Oh, come on, I'm Jack. Stupid. Uh okay. I'm stupid today. I can't think of anything smart. So uh yeah, consider consider meal prepping in the future. That might help you accomplish more in the time you have off and give you more time in the time that you need. So meal prepping is going to save you time and optimize everything that you need in your life, at least for lunch, maybe breakfast. Might be able to work in dinner if you're really crazy about meal prep when you get get the hang of it. All right. And when you do, let me know how good it is because I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, need, I need to get on that. Right. Meal prep. Get on that. Well, I don't like right. reheated food. Meal prep well, you, don't work for me because I don't like making a meal and then like I'm gonna eat this not right now. Some other point when it's not fresh in front of me. It it could be a meal prep where it's like a cold thing where you leave it cold, you know. Yeah. Or it could be as simple as just like making two sandwiches for like two days lunch and then like make you know a few other things that are like snack wise or something. That way you're just set up, you know, at least for a little bit. It's good wisdom, Connor. Yeah. Uh, what, what's that? What's that cold salad? Uh, the noodle salad. What's that? What's that? Uh, what's that salad called? Pasta salad. Pasta salad. Everybody, go out and get you some pasta salad today. Okay. The healthiest salad you could ever have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So good. After you're done with that salad, go and have a lasagna salad. <laughs> and then when you're done with that, get yourself a mac and cheese salad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm about to go have myself a cheeseburger salad in a little bit. <laughs> That's good, man. I, I love one. Uh, uh, All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for crashing with friends. Um, if you guys watch this show on YouTube or Spotify, please be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you can get notified whenever the episodes pop up. Uh, otherwise, you guys have anything else? No. Let's end this. Let's end this. Let's end it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you guys all next week. All right. Bye. Later. Bye. <laughs> Desire. Crashing with friends. Podcast.